Oh, we've got bars. That beep you hear is a radio bars. receiver. One bar. No bars. One bar. Allison Castellon and Krista Rabinald are trying to find oh, an eastern box it. turtle fitted with a small radio transmitter. Yeah. The turtle lives in Otter Point Creek along Chesapeake Bay He's north right of Baltimore. Really and because of urbanization, road building, and pet collection, there aren't too many of these small reptiles left. So the two NOAA volunteers are helping out for the day with an ongoing study to track the range and populations of the turtles. This isn't part of Allison and Chris's normal duties back at NOAA headquarters in Silver Spring, Maryland. It's one of many activities of the 6th annual NOAA Restoration Day. Despite torrential rains and powerful thunderstorms in the morning, scores of NOAA employees joined up with state and local community volunteers on June 18th in Maryland and Virginia for a day-long event to help out with activities that ranged from weeding to planting underwater grass to tracking fox turtles. Today, we take you on scene to Otter Point Creek. It's Wednesday, June 24th, 2009, and that's coming up today on this episode of Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. So each year in June, hundreds of NOAA employees, along with state and local partners, get away from their offices for a day of hard work along the Chesapeake Bay. Volunteers tackle projects that help restore the bay and surrounding areas to more healthy states. Restoration Day 2009 was in two locations this year. The main restoration activities were held near Abington, Maryland at a place called Otter Point Creek, part of the Chesapeake Bay National Estuarine Research Reserve. And farther south, a smaller group gathered at First Landing State Park near Virginia Beach. We caught up with Allison Hammer at Otter Point Creek the morning of the event after she finished getting all the teams off to their working areas. Allison's the chief of the Coastal Resources Assessment Branch in the National Ocean Service's Special Projects Office. She was part of the NOAA team that started Restoration Day six years ago, and she's been in charge of putting it together every year since. It's just so popular. We have a waiting list for volunteers, NOAA volunteers. Um, so we went from the first event probably was 50 people and now we're, we were at 150 here. Another way this event has grown is we also have a second complimentary event in Virginia on another part of the uh, Chesapeake Bay run by the NOAA Chesapeake Bay office down there and there's 50 volunteers doing other activities at First Landing State Park. So that's where they are this year. So so, so that's about 250 people, if you think about it, including all the helpers and the partners we work with, all working together on one day for NOAA restoration. Allison said she was very happy with how many volunteers made it out to the event because the weather wasn't very cooperative this year. Today, we woke up with uh, major thunderstorms and torrential downpours. Uh, I knew the weather looked like it was going to be rainy, but never saw rain like this before. So I am so pleased to see how many people did show up, and they are doing all the activities so far, except we probably will limit the SAV um, canoeing around looking for the the native grasses underwater just because it's a little cloudy with all the, the water is cloudy from all the rain. While teams won't be able to see much in the cloudy water, they will be planting new native underwater grasses that were actually grown indoors in 22 different NOAA offices over the past three months. Allison explains. So here we're planting two types. One is wild celery and one is water stargrass. So it's more fresh water because we're north 
in the in the bay. These grasses, we'll, we'll plant them as seeds or as little sprouts. They grow for three months in the offices themselves. So we have a big tub with water filled up. We actually use kitty litter trays with soil and sand in it. And then it's filled with water in a big black tub. And it's all throughout our office buildings at NOAA. And it's, it has a real positive effect. It's a real water cooler kind of thing. People come by and check and say, oh, these, these grasses are helping the bay. There's a learning component. So it's really neat to, to, for people to learn about it. As we left Allison to get back to the task of keeping the ongoing activities flowing smoothly, we ran into Shauna Jay, park manager at Otter Point Creek's Anita Sea Light Estuary Center. We ducked inside to avoid a light drizzle to talk about the center and the activities of the day. We're known as the best kept secret in Harford County. Um, we are one of three sites of the National Estuarine Research Reserve of Maryland, and we sit on the northern part of the Chesapeake Bay. We're owned and operated by Harford County, but we have more than just a parks and recreation mission. We do research and monitoring, but we also do all kinds of fun environmental education. So we do canoeing, pontooning, kayaking, hiking, kids programs, summer camps, you name it, we do it. Just to try and get people in the community out to learn about the environment and the Chesapeake Bay. Shauna also gave us a quick rundown of the activities for the day. Well, today is a big restoration day. Centers like mine need lots and lots of help. Um, you know, we have about 75 active volunteers, but there's only so much we can do. So when Noah offered to come out and have the restoration day here, I was excited because there's an endless amount of activities that we need help with. So today folks are helping to repair a pond. It's a working pond that helps with um, the water quality in the Chesapeake. They are pulling out invasive plants. They are looking for trash and planting trees and searching for turtles. So they're learning a little bit about our telemetry program, um, which is some research that we do here. Uh, they're working in my native gardens, pulling weeds, bless you, in the rain and a variety of other things too. So some NOAA-driven initiative. They're looking for benchmarks and burying benchmarks and all kinds of cool stuff. Before we left Shauna to get back to work, we also asked her to explain one more thing. What exactly is an estuary anyway? That's the number one question. What is an estuary? An estuary is a body of water where river meets a sea, basically. So it's a bay, but not every bay is actually an estuary. So the Chesapeake Bay is an estuary. Um, and it meets the Atlantic Ocean and all of the rivers over six states come and all meet together in one area. So an estuary is a brackish water environment, which means it's a mix of salt and fresh, which produces wonderful habitat for tons of species. So it's very, very species rich. Um, and there are species that live in estuaries that don't live in salt water or in fresh water. So it's its own unique habitat. They're very important buffers um, for the health of all of our rivers, and it's, it's an amazing, amazing place where you find lots of wetlands. Back outside, Eric Schwab, the Deputy Secretary of Maryland's Department of Natural Resources, was also on hand to volunteer for the day with restoration efforts. Since about half of Chesapeake Bay lies within the state of Maryland, the health and productivity of this giant estuary is one of the big focuses of the state. He said that while it would be preferable to focus on conservation to help prevent problems from developing in the first place, most of the challenges faced by the Bay today are restoration challenges. 
It's restoring water quality. It's restoring important biological features like submerged grasses and oysters. And it's restoring populations of fish like shad that, you know, at one time migrated in and out of the bay in great numbers and, frankly, today uh, are represented by a fraction of their former selves. So a lot of the challenges are restoration challenges, um, and those challenges move inland, too. You know, when you look at the bay and many of its problems, you can't help but look at the impacts that have occurred terrestrially around the watershed. And so going back and retrofitting things like parking lots, going back and restoring riparian buffers, going back and, you know, restoring the, the integrity of um, freshwater systems that feed the bay are important parts of this challenge as well. He also talked about the importance of the bay to the state and the region. Well, when you look at Maryland, uh, you can't think of anything but Chesapeake Bay. I mean, it is really not only the, the physiographic center, but our cultural heart and soul as well. And I think people in Maryland um, relate to the bay in ways that probably environmentally very few other people around the country have the opportunity to, you know, to connect with such an important natural feature. You know, it's, it's important to us economically. We still have tremendous seafood resources that come from the bay. It's important to us socially and recreationally um, as people flock to the bay on a regular basis to boat and fish and swim. And uh, we take great pride in the bay. We um, were a little sad at the condition we've allowed it to get into, and, uh, but we're bound and determined to correct that. Correcting that, bringing the bay back to a more healthy state, is also now a higher federal priority. In May, President Obama signed an executive order for protection and restoration of the Chesapeake that lays out a new and larger federal role and leadership in this effort. And NOAA's role in this will be to work with the Department of the Interior and other partners to develop three important reports. One will be on climate change and adaptation, one about the relationship about habitat and living resources in the area, and there'll be a report that focuses on improving monitoring to help us get a system-wide perspective on the health of the bay. Once completed, these reports will be rolled in with reports about the bay generated by other federal agencies, and all of this will be pieced together to form a unified strategy in partnerships with the states around the bay to protect the Chesapeake. One of the main people involved in this initiative is Sean Corson, Deputy Director of the NOAA Chesapeake Bay Office. We spoke with Corson at the Restoration Day about how an event like this plays into the bigger picture about protecting the bay. There's a clear recognition that we need to, to do more to benefit the health of the bay. And a lot of that starts in small tributaries like the one we're on here today at Otter Point Creek. There's nearly 17 million people that live in this watershed and they live in and around these little nooks and crannies that all drain down into the main stem of the bay. And many of our everyday activities in our, in our backyards and um, runoff from um, parking lots and agricultural practices have a dramatic impact on the bay every day. So efforts like this help connect people to what those impacts are and what we can do to, to correct them. And Sean added that he's found that most people who come to work for NOAA do so because they want to be involved in protection and restoration efforts because they're interested in environmental issues and they want to get engaged. A restoration day is one of the few chances each year that most employees get to connect with the work they're doing day in and day out. Every day people work in a whole range of different scenarios, but they don't often 
get out and have a hands-on experience where they're really working on an actual restoration project where they can see the uh, results of their labor at the end of the day. And this helps connect people to the reason why they're going to work every day. So I think that's important. In addition, the Bay restoration effort has been going on for a long time, and it's going to require federal and state county initiatives, big programmatic initiatives to get off the ground, but it's also going to rely heavily on just individual commitment. People need to come out here and spend the time to work in their backyard, and between those two is how we're going to ultimately end up providing the appropriate level of protection for the Bay. Cora Johnson is one of the NOAA employees who braved the thunder and heavy rain to come out for the day. Cora is an administrative officer for the Office of Habitat Conservation and the Restoration Center of NOAA's Marine Fisheries Office. She was assigned to a team that dove into the bushes and trees of a large native garden in front of Otter Point Creek's Anita Sea Light Estuary Center. Her job was to pull out weeds and invasive species to clear the way for native plants to flourish. It was her first time taking part in Restoration Day. We found a lot of interesting animals, <laughs> like spiders and crawling creatures. <laughs> That's been interesting, but um, it's been real fun. I have a wonderful group that I'm working with, that we have a good team. Um, my job is mostly sitting at the desk, pushing numbers, papers, and calling people on the phone. I wanted to come out and see what we are representing. But I, on the Restoration Center, their job is to restore things back to its natural state. So this is what we're doing to this land. You know, we're restoring it to this garden, to what it really looked like when, we, when they first um, created it. Well, we'd like to thank the many people who spoke with us for this episode. And if you want to see some pictures taken at this year's Restoration Day at Otter Point Creek and get links to some of the offices and programs we spoke about, head over to our website. We're at oceanservice.noaa.gov and check out our weekly news section for that story. The Chesapeake Bay is the largest estuary in the United States and it's one of the most productive bodies of water in the world. Now, Otter Point Creek, just to recap, is one part of the Chesapeake Bay National Estuarine Research Reserve in Maryland. And it's one of 27 reserves that protect over 1.3 million acres of estuarine land around the country. And that's called the National Estuarine Research Reserve System, or NARES for short, and it's managed by NOAA in partnership with coastal states. You can learn more at NERRS, that's NARES.NOAA.gov. And that's all for this week. If you have questions about this week's podcast, about the National Ocean Service, or about our ocean, you can, as always, visit us online or send us an email at nos.info at noaa.gov. Now let's listen to the ocean. This is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. We'll see you after the 4th of July.